0: In honor of Melissa Benoist and her brave story of surviving domestic violence, Supergirl Radio will be raising money for Rain, the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network, which is the largest anti-sexual violence organization in the United States. Our fundraising goal is to hit $300, so if you are able to donate, visit fundraise.rainn.com. Dot org slash supergirl radio. On December
1: 1st, 2020, we'd like to invite you to a marathon live stream on YouTube and Facebook from the hours of 8 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern. But here's the twist. We'd like to provide Supergirl Radio listeners with the chance to host your own 30-minute segments. Do you have a perspective on the show related to your field of expertise? Is there a Supergirl comic that you'd like to review? Would you like to do your own version of
0: boardroom or ballroom? You will have the freedom to pick your topic, but we have one request. Make sure you tie it to Supergirl. Email us your segment pitches to supergirlradio at gmail.com by Sunday, November 15th, and we will pick four listeners to be Supergirl radio hosts for the day. Radio Rebirth, your source for current Supergirl comics that started with DC Rebirth. My name is Rebecca Johnson.
1: I'm Morgan Lennon.
0: And for this episode of the podcast, we are going to discuss and review Supergirl number thirty, which was written by Mark and pencils by Kevin McGuire, inks by Sean Parsons, colors by FCO Placencia and Chris Sotomayor. The description for this issue reads: "Quote: If you want to do something right, do it yourself." The crystalline Lord Gandello is tired of sending others to kill Supergirl and has arrived to destroy the Girl of Steel herself. It's an all-out fight as Crystal battles Steel, and Supergirl must choose between avenging Krypton and sparing a wicked life, unquote. Uh, so this is the big showdown between Supergirl and Gandello. But before we get into that, Morgan, one thing I that stuck out to me right away at the beginning of this issue uh, was something I wanted to ask you about because we sort of talked about uh, Supergirl slash Kara's non-reaction to the fact that <laughs> yeah. uh, Zender had been spying on her and was involved with the Gandela situation. And all of a sudden in this issue, she screams at him. So what did you think about her reaction in this issue? Yeah, I that was immediately
1: what I like reacted to <laughs> reading this issue was like, okay you fine. Maybe I was being a little unreasonable last time because <laughs> uh, we had a long critique about her sort of non-reaction to the news about um, Zinder Cole working with Gandello. And then the like literally the first panels in this page in this book are her screaming at him. Like it's like a full page panel of her screaming at him. And I was like, All right, you made your point, comic. (laughs) Um, But I I did think it was, I guess, maybe she didn't realize in the previous comic, because I went back also, because I felt like I'd missed something. (laughs) When I started this one, it was just like, wait, what? Um, So I went back to 29, and where 29 leaves us is gandello being like thanks son for helping me capture supergirl and so i kind of wondered if like her rea- her non reaction before was kind of like to him being like my mom was kind of a bad person oh and like, yeah okay that kind of stuff and so she was like no no just because your mom is a bad person doesn't mean you are and then Gandela was like thanks for spying on her and helping me capture her and uh and then that takes you to this issue where she's like oh excuse me <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay that does make a little more sense because when I initially read this it seemed like it came out of nowhere yeah I definitely so I read the whole issue, and then literally specifically went back to 29. Cause I was like, what was happening in the beginning of this one? That makes a lot more sense that she would not put it together initially that gandello specifically was his mom. And so maybe that's when she puts it together at the end of that issue.
1: Yeah, and I think Gandello was like trying to make it sound like, oh, like he's been working with me this whole time. And uh, the reason I have you captured is because of is because of him. Um, So I think it was a little bit of like grandstanding on her on Gandello's part, too, which probably like didn't help his case.
0: (laughs) No, she was really trying to rub it in about how he had been a a good servant of her and did his job and in service of her ends and all those kind. She was really rubbing it in, Um, even to the point that Crypto was mad at him. And I, I thought, you know what, Crypto, he's really been there for you when you were injured and he took care of you and you guys spent a lot of time together and even Crypto turned on him. That was, to me, that was almost as, as bad as Supergirl screaming in his face. That was, to me, the real heartbreaking moment of,
1: <laughs> of the issue was when Crypto uh, turned on on his bro, Zinder Cole, who's <laughs> really been uh, there for Crypto this whole time. But Crypto was like, excuse me uh i am loyal to my owner sorry um and i thought i also thought i think it's on page two um where there's like these two panels side by side of zinder cole and one of them he's like mom not now he's like car i'm really sorry like i can explain to you good god mom (laughs) and it just it reminds me of that moment in um what movie is it? Is that um, Wedding Crashers when Will Ferrell's character is like, "Mom, the meatloaf." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Mom, will you please shut up?" He sounds <laughs> he sounds like a teenager there, which is interesting because. Uh, he, I think it was maybe in the last issue, he mentions mentions he's 19 years old. So I guess that's a, a, a reaction of maybe like a late teenager. I can, I can see that. Yeah,
1: and his, even his face, he's like, oh, you're like ruining my life now, mom. <laughs> 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 and it made me laugh really hard.
0: <laughs> well, she is sort of ruining his life. It's That's a justified reaction, I think. Um, so uh, speaking of... Uh, Gandello I guess we should talk about the big showdown between Supergirl and Gandello because that was a big chunk of this issue was them basically fighting and throwing barbs back and forth so what did what did you think about how Supergirl handled this and how things ended for Gandello
1: yeah so I thought it was interesting I I like the way that this issue played with the idea of Supergirl's anger which has kind of been the through line for this arc with the conspiracy and everything, just the idea of Supergirl having this anger about what happened to Krypton and finding out that, you know, maybe it wasn't this huge accident, like, like she'd always thought, but that it was actually done purposefully. And that it was like a, you know, a genocide of her people and that making her really angry. And I like the way that they played with it in this issue. And like, she's really going after Gandello. She like punches her right in her Ice face and like throws her into the air and then like does some I think some ice breath and some heat vision and like all kinds she really pulls out all the stops for Gandelo she is mad <laughs> <laughs> Gandelo apparently has the ability to turn into many ice crystals a giant hand a giant a giant hand and a giant gandela <laughs> uh, many ice crystals firing at her at once a just kind of a giant funky blob uh I don't really understand how what is up with gandela what what her powers are her abilities to transform but I I, I I think that she's like a she's got some funky tricks
0: up her sleeves yeah she doesn't seem to have some sort of shape-shifting ability but I guess she's just she's the ice so whatever the ice can turn into is what she becomes i don't know it it, it is very interesting because i don't think we saw much of that before it seemed like she was able to like throw sort of ice daggers at people but we we hadn't seen her turn into something before so that was uh that was new and different but yeah uh the the action in this i thought was really well done Um, because what made me laugh, you, you were sort of alluding to it, is that Supergirl, and this is how I read it, is that she punches Gandello, and Gandello, like, because of the power of her punch, is, like, shot into the air, like, she just, she takes the hit, and she's floating in the air, and Supergirl's flying in mid-air, chases after her, and is like, where do you think you're going, and hits her again, That sort of made me laugh because it was like she would not relent. Like she was really, like you said, she was really going after her. And uh, there's even a panel. Oh, where is it? I guess I was going to talk about it during the art, but now that we're here, um, it is on page six and seven where there's that big, you know, crack a doom where uh, (laughs) where she punches Supergirl, uh, Supergirl punches Gandello into the ground. And I just thought that that was to me, I thought that was really cool because, um, it, uh, showed just how powerful Supergirl is. Like, she doesn't mess around in this issue. She really goes after Gandello and hits her with everything she's got, literally. Um, so I, I thought that was really cool to see just how powerful and how, um, impactful some of that, um, you know, the abilities of Supergirl can be against somebody if she really wants to go after somebody like that. Um, and she was very, very angry um, here with Gandello. And uh, it's not just her abilities that she uses. Uh, the axe, uh, Rogel, Zara's axe comes back into play. So what did you think about... Getting to see the axe again and uh, what happens with the axe.
1: Yeah, so I liked getting to see the axe again. I thought that was cool, and especially she gets the axe and it makes her even more angry. She's like, "Oh no, I was really mad before, but now I'm so mad." Uh, <laughs> and she she gets. Um, I think it's a panel uh, on page. 14 where like the axe is all lit up and like her face is crazy she's got crazy (laughs) eyes she's like that's it it's going down i'm gonna make myself a like a (laughs) ice smoothie or something (laughs) um but then she and she's sort of charging at gandello she's definitely gonna kill gandello um but at the last minute she changes her mind and why why does she change her mind who in fact maybe saves the day in this issue Why, it's Crypto. It's Crypto, of course. Crypto stands in front of her axe like the brave good boy that he is. (laughs) And he's, like, kind of sad. It's kind of like how my mom's dog looks at me when he really wants a treat. Um, You know, like, he hasn't eaten in a million years, even though you just gave him a treat. (laughs) He's like, how could you do this to me? Uh, And she's like, first off, I'm sorry I forgot the treats at home. And second (laughs) off, yes, killing is bad you're right crypto <laughs> and crypto's like good because i'm gonna want so much like uh dog yummies when we get back <laughs> <laughs> i mean crypto is like uh a legendary good boy yeah. for uh <laughs> for stopping supergirl <laughs> from killing gandello um i love that i really like that because i feel like you think it's gonna be Zinder Cole who like jumps in there and like talks her down, but like she's really not having it with Zinder Cole. I don't think that would have worked. <laughs> she she encased him in a thing of uh, in, in a thing of ice breath. Uh, so he's really getting it uh, all, from all sides with the ice on this, this issue. <laughs> she's like, "Oh, you like your mom so much? How about this? Now you're an ice." <laughs> Um, but like the twist of it being crypto, I thought was so well done. Um, and I really liked it a lot because we've seen a lot of crypto with Zinder Cole. We know that they're with their buds now, but we haven't seen, uh, Supergirl and crypto have been kind of kept a little bit apart. So I like to, to see the, the bond between them. I thought that was
0: really good. Yeah. He, he definitely comes in saves the day and his face. Like if you look at it, in the comic it just it breaks your heart and so that's that's what's it's so sad that's what that's what stops supergirl in her tracks and now i'm curious would that even hurt him because crypto has yes yeah, flight and heat vision and i assume he would have invulnerable. well i guess he wasn't invulnerable he did get hurt um in some of the the issues that we've read so I, I don't know if if she hit him with the axe I don't I don't know what it would do to him, but uh but he does come through and I'm glad that uh he was able to stop her because she was getting a little out of control, so um uh, they they are now with the axe um uh floating out into space uh because she she uh ends up. Because she's stopped by crypto, she throws the axe away. She doesn't want to have to deal with the rage anymore. And then it pops up uh, at the end of the issue. I guess we could talk about how you know Supergirl does uh, stop Gandello, but then I also want to pick your mind about uh, the cliffhanger in this one uh, with Supergirl and crypto in space (laughs) and who they encounter. So um, so what did you think about uh, the way, first of all, because uh, I asked a lot of questions there. So what what did you think about how things wrapped up with Gandello?
1: I was confused. I'll, I'll admit when <laughs> she she kind of decides, OK, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to let space jail deal with her. That's that's cool. Um, I think she says, uh let the space jury deal with her fate, which I definitely want to know more about space law. That's I'm, <laughs> I'm curious now. Um and then does she blow Gandelo up? I'm really confused with what like it seems like her and crypto then go on a spree of blowing Gandelo up and then maybe freezing her into a blob. I'm not really sure. Uh it doesn't seem like a kind way to capture.
0: <laughs> yeah i'm a little confused myself uh i was thinking so supergirl cracks open the ground there is some sort of boom i don't or, or a foie bouche is actually what it is and i don't i don't know where that comes from i don't know if that's from the the ground giving way does she explode but then sort of sink into the ground i feel like i
1: i think One of my issues with this issue is that um, I had no idea from, like, page, like, I'd say, page 18 to, like, page 20, what was going on. (laughs) Like, I I see her, like, she hits the ground. Got it. Something cracks. Then Gandello does her, like, swish boom. Uh, (laughs) Then Gandello's just like, whoa. (laughs) It seems to melt. Um, and then Car uh, is just like, wow, that must have hurt. And then she says she almost feels sorry for her. And I don't really understand what's happening. And then it seems like she ice breaths her. I think she traps
0: her in the ground.
1: Yeah, I think she's like, I think that should keep her contained. Until I can figure it out. And then the next thing she knows, you know, she's gone. Like, mm-mm. I It was just, those
0: pages got so hectic. I was just like, I don't really know what's happening. Yeah, for most of this issue, the action, I think, is handled well and makes sense. But this was the part of of the story that I had, uh, admittedly, a little bit of issue with. Um, I think what happens is she cracks up, a Supergirl cracks up in the ground. Somehow uh, that impacts Gandello enough to sort of break her up into Crystal's and she gets in the ground and Supergirl uses her super breath and uh locks her up in this hole. So I think that's what happens. But I would agree with you. It's not extremely clear to the point where it's completely understandable. Um, but I think that's what happened.
1: Yeah, I think I think you're right. I was just I, I found the like like you like you, I, I found the action in this issue really good until the very end where I thought it just I kind of lost track of like what was and I think the other problem is like she's an ice creature and it seemed like supergirl
0: melted her maybe but then also froze her and I was like I don't what is happening there's there's some science there that I don't fully understand um can she come back <laughs> from that how how do ice and crystals work um in that regard I don't I don't know um but yeah I, I don't think I I guess my thinking is that Gandela's probably not going to be contained there for long. uh, Because she seems very resilient. She seems to bounce back pretty quickly. (laughs) So I don't think that's the last of Gandela we have seen. Um, But, uh, so she does, after she defeats uh, Gandela, an axe rises up. Uh, So what did you think about uh, Supergirl now having this this brand new axe? Uh, uh, Was that... Was that a surprise for you? It was a little bit of a twist? It was a twist. it was uh, it
1: was the the axe, but also kind of a new axe. It was like uh the the axe got a makeover It's <laughs> a lot less angry now. It's kind of more at peace, but it wants to go travel <laughs> uh, <laughs> i was i was i kind of feel like I think my issue my issue with this issue it was this end part because I feel like we go through her being really angry after she found out about this conspiracy and fighting Gandello and deciding to like not give in to her worst instincts and, and to be the kind of person that she wants to be that all that was really great. And then all of a sudden we're zooming through space and uh, Superman is there and I guess Superboy is Yeah. I think, I
0: think that's John Kent. I think that's Superboy. boy. Um. Yeah. But I haven't really been keeping up with that side of the family. Uh, <laughs> but I think that's who that's supposed to be.
1: Yeah. So, so the end of this issue brings us to the uh, new, the new and improved axe taking her through space and crypto, thankfully, um, <laughs> through space to meet up with um, with Superman and Superboy. And I was just like is this going to be it for the conspiracy storyline? Like, is that, I I would hope that now that she's with Superman and Superboy, she's going to like kind of explain what she learned from Gandello and all about the circle and all of that stuff. Because I feel like if we just then jump into a
0: brand new adventure, uh, that's going to be very jarring. Well, di- didn't they say she had to go back to the lanterns? I I thought I thought she was headed back to go hang out with the lanterns that would continue the conspiracy stories. I don't know. I don't know where this is going with Superman and Superboy, Um, but I thought it was a good cliffhanger. But it did seem to sort of come out of nowhere. Like, I guess they sometimes just meet up in space. It it feels like I think the axe took her to
1: like where Superman and Superboy were like, they're like, oh, hey, what up? (laughs) <laughs> at the end in the panel like she was like she had grabbed this new and improved axe but then it just kind of zoomed her up into the air and uh because it seems like she doesn't really have like power over where she's going she says in one part um a semi-sentient psychic vampire weapon of a genocidal madman dragging us through space that is never a good thing so it feels like she didn't really have like the power to like tell the like the axe was,
0: was taking her somewhere. Hmm, that's something I didn't think of. That it would be, it would be intentionally taking her to Superman, Superboy.
1: I hope that they, uh, Superman, and Supergirl get to like discuss this conspiracy storyline because it does affect him too. Oh, for like, sure. He's also, for Krypton, yeah. Um, but I sometimes, sometimes I worry, like, that we're just gonna get into like a brand new. <laughs> Adventure like they're out in space and like a, a ship seems to be shooting at them and so I just hope that they take the time to have
0: them have a conversation about it. Well, she did leave Zender on this this planet, this place where he's <laughs> he's realizing that the uh the Rogozar cultists that uh we thought Gando had murdered are apparently somehow alive, so that seems like not great news. Um, so Zender is off by himself dealing with this. I don't know if he's still going to be part of the story. Um, I don't know what's going to go down, but it, it would seem like we've gone through all this kind of thing for nothing if that's how it ends. I hope that's not the end of it because I think there's, um, whether you like the conspiracy stuff or not, I think there's more that you could mine out of it. So I hope that's not just like the end of it and we're moving on to something else. I agree with that.
1: My main concern coming out of this issue was like that we don't just drop that storyline entirely, especially with um, Superman giving her like a perfect opportunity to kind of process the trauma of finding out about this, which we haven't gotten all that much of. We got a little bit in this issue, which I really appreciate it. But I think having her be able to talk to somebody who's also impacted by it would help. So I'm hoping that's where they go
0: in. in, That's the direction they go in the next issue, but who knows? Yeah. I would be curious to hear what Superman thinks about all of this stuff. Cause that, that really impacts his origin story (laughs) that, uh, you know, uh, a secret cabal of people planned the destruction of Krypton that, that would uh, impact his story and affect him as well. So that is a good thing that he is there. Um, so what did you think about the art in this issue? I know we sort of talked about it a little bit, but did you have any favorite panels or pages from Supergirl number
1: 30? Um, I loved the panel where Crypto, uh, <laughs> hops in front of her blade, uh, heroically saving the day, uh, because he looks so sad and also disappointed in her. It's <laughs> like, really, really girl, this is what you want to do. Uh, and you know what? Sometimes you just need your, your, your pet to look at you like that. Like, really? <laughs> Really? Another bag of Doritos? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all our struggle right now. Uh, <laughs> so I thought that was really, uh, I, I thought that was really well done. And then her face afterwards is so horrified. Like, I could have killed you. But also, oh, you look like you're judging me so hard. <laughs> Really, uh, she really could not deal with crypto
0: being that disappointed in her, and I understand. That is a, su- a sweet page, though. That whole page, page seventeen, uh, if you're looking at it in comicsology, it's to me that was one of my favorite pages in the whole issue, was because it shows the, um, like this is right after crypto's looking sad. It's the page next after that where she's throwing the the axe away, and she has a moment with crypto. And it does a good job. Uh, it's panels that go down the page and show her prog- her progression of how she gets from throwing the the axe to sort of embracing crypto and thanking him for saving her. And so I, I thought that was a that was handled really well because I could feel the emotion of what she was going through, and uh, I like seeing that progression of her thoughts and and getting a look inside Supergirl's mind and what she's thinking so i i think the the crypto stuff was really really good in this issue
1: yeah i i thought the crypto stuff was great i also really liked page nine where she uses her heat vision yeah, yeah. so it's it's so cool because she uses her heat vision and in one panel and then in the other panels you can see kind of like it looks like smoke coming up and kind of like um kind of coming up her body from like where the heat vision was. And I just thought that was so cool. And like the colors are really well done in that panel. And I like how the, the heat vision is kind of like coming down. It almost seems like it's it's kind of got dimension
0: to it because of where it is on the page. Yeah. Sometimes I don't think about that. I don't know if anybody else has those thoughts about, well, you know, realistically, if she did use heat vision all the time, things would burn. It th- there would be smoke. It would smell like smoke. Uh, and that's probably not a very pleasant thing. Like heat vision is cool looking, but the aftermath of the heat vision is not something we get shown a lot. Uh, so it is kind of a, a refreshing take on it to see the smoke of the uh, of what she's doing with the heat vision showing up. Um, for me, uh, I I liked um. Even though there were panels where she is screaming at Zender at the beginning, uh, she does make a a mention of how she's uh, detecting his heart rate to uh, see if he's lying or not. So I liked that one little panel where um, she's pointing her finger at him like, I know something's not right with this, but I'm going to get back to you. So I I appreciated that a lot. Um, uh, There was a lot of attention on page three of the detail to Zender's beard. (laughs) <laughs> um, I I appreciated all of uh, the the amount of effort it must have taken to draw all those little dots uh, to get Zender's beard just right. So uh, I have a lot of respect for that. Um, I was also taken. I I sort of saw a repetitive nature about the way Gandello's head was drawn in this one that I thought was distinctive from the other issues we've read. Because Gandello had a little bit, I thought, of a devilish quality with the, the long, the long chin. Yeah, the chin, the chin was what really got me on page, uh, on page five, the chin and the pointy ears. There's one panel on page 12 where it's like, is she supposed to be drawn like the devil? Because, I mean, obviously we don't know what the devil looks like, uh, but in a lot of de- depictions... That's sort of what people commonly depict the, you know, the devil as. So I, I thought that was really interesting that um, uh, Gandello had not been drawn that way previously. But I guess when she kind of reveals her true self and kind of lets lets it all hang out for Gandello, <laughs> now she's become the devil and she's uh, really becoming uh, the evil big bad of the story, which... Which now I kind of want to ask you this question, I guess, in closing, um, because on page nine, Supergirl tells Gandello that she is, quote, neck and neck with Darkseid on the pure evil scale, unquote. Um, (laughs) So I, I don't know if you know much about Darkseid, but he's kind of the big bad of the DC universe. Yeah, a little bit. Do you think that Gandello is on the same level as Darkseid? Now, I guess we could be specific on a pure evil scale. Do you think that's a fair comparison that Supergirl makes? I
1: feel like Gandello is not quite there. I feel like <laughs> Gandello, she's like taken the master class, but I don't know that she's like really applying what she learned. Uh, <laughs> so I did feel like I, when I read that, I was like, mm, that's a reach. But I mean, I guess she directly led to the genocide of cars, of people. So in that case, yeah, it's pretty bad. But also, we just kind of found out about her like a second ago. So I just feel like I don't have the emotional investment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know that she's really proven herself as pure evil yet. Uh, she did have a backstory where she was like, I want to be the hero. I want to fix things. I want, you know, I want to stop war. So she she thinks that she is the true villain, of uh, the true hero, rather, of the story. So I don't know if she's pure evil because she has good intentions uh but she is doing very evil things and she's acting in evil ways and she's being drawn as the de- the devil so i guess there is something to be said about that comparison but when i first read it i was like really i mean dark side is like the dude like he is like the biggest baddest dude in dc comics i don't know that i'm gonna put gandello who was just like created two seconds ago um i i don't know if i i don't think she's really earned that yet i don't think she's really earned that comparison but if you're talking about a pure evil scale though i think it does ah there's an argument to be made i don't know i don't know i couldn't decide i i just i could not decide if i thought supergirl was correct or not because i can see it from both sides but Gandela seems like, you know, small time villainy compared to Dark Side. So so I didn't know what I what I thought about that. It felt like a bit of a stretch to me. Yeah that like this brand new
1: villain is like, you're actually just as bad as like this a very established, well known like villain. I was like, I mean, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I came down on it. I was like, well, uh. That doesn't seem exactly right, but I'll go with it. Um, okay, so I guess just real quick, uh, what did you think of this issue? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Do you think it was a uh, uh, a good follow up to to the last issue? Hmm, that's a good question. I I, th- I liked
1: this one a lot. I thought it was um I thought it it gave the story a little bit of time to breathe. I mean, I know a lot of it was her <laughs> punching Gandello, but at least she was like here's a punch and here's how I'm feeling about it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I mean, if we can't get a, like a little bit of a more calm down issue in, in this run, like uh, I'm, I mean, punch and punch and tell your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> um, And I, I liked that. Uh, I liked that she had that moment with crypto and I liked that she got over sort of not got over, but dealt with her anger and, uh, and didn't let it overtake her. And I think, mm-hmm the axe turning into a different kind of axe was sort of a, a a sign that she had dealt at least somewhat with her anger over this whole conspiracy and all the, the Krypton stuff, and that she was getting ready to sort of move on. And so the you know the axe that was formerly the one that that the Rogel czar had, it turned into a different axe that apparently likes to take her on fancy vacations. <laughs> so, but I, I thought that that was a, I think this was a good issue in terms of her being able to like, let go of some of that anger, but first to confront it.
0: Yeah. I think this issue stands out to me more for the action beats in it. I thought the action was handled uh fairly well, except for that, <laughs> that one page where we are like, what, what's happening? <laughs> um, But I, I think it was, um, It was done really well because it kept moving it forward and uh, I could sense that, you know, big things were happening. It kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, So I thought that that was really good. Uh, The only thing that frustrates me about Supergirl in these last couple of issues is that it seems to be a common, like, maybe even an overused and trite thing to do with Supergirl where they... They make her super angry, and then she's about to kill somebody, and then last minute, oh, no, I, I shouldn't do that. That's not the right thing to do. Because <laughs> that happened with Splice, too. Yeah, it's true. It just seems like it's getting used a little too much. Not that I want her to kill somebody, but... I just wish that there was something else they were doing with her as a character uh, it just seems to be something that they kind of use as a crutch when they when they want her to do something bad but then they don't want her to go all the way with it so it, it's it's frustrating to me uh, just on the the supergirl uh, character level that they don't seem to have any other way to handle her anger than that so um, I, I'm curious about this new turn with the axe although i'm getting kind of sick of the axe i don't know why supergirl has to have an axe um i know whatever but uh i'll see where it goes um but overall i liked this one because i I thought it was an entertaining read and it kept me um moving forward through all the panels so i have to give it that yeah
1: i was always curious to see like what was going to happen next which I mean, not always the case with some of these issues, um, but I mean, definitely the case whenever the Omega Men show up and I'm like, soap?
0: <laughs> when is soap coming? Soap, uh. is that you? <laughs> One day we're going to read a comic that has soap in it. Uh, but yeah, I, I would agree with that, that uh, not all of these issues are page turning but this one I think was. So uh, to the credit of the the writing and the artists on that. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for our thoughts on Supergirl number 30. If you've already picked up this issue, make sure to give it a rating in Comixology or your DC Comics app. And if you haven't bought it yet, Supergirl number 30 is available in the DC Comics app, the Comicsology app,
1: as well as Comixology.com. Google Play, The Nook Store, Amazon, and at
0: readdcentertainment.com. And if you would like to contact Supergirl Radio, you can post a comment on our website at supergirlradio.com. You can email us at supergirlradio at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can call us at 678-718-7252. And if you want to leave us some feedback, make sure to write in and call before tuesdays at 6 30 p.m eastern you can like us on facebook and follow us on twitter and instagram all at supergirl radio you can listen to us on google podcasts iHeartRadio, radio spotify uh where we also have a spotify playlist that includes music featured on and inspired by the show uh we are on radio public and pod chaser and dc's fan page which you can find at DCcomics.com slash dc fans and we are available on apple podcasts and stitcher radio so if you have time and you have not done so yet Uh, We encourage you to give us a rating and write a review uh, over there. And if you uh, are curious about uh, actually clicking on those links to those things, you can go to supergirlradio.com and you can find all those links on the right side of the page. And I also made a new adjustment to the website because we uh, have been doing a lot of video live streaming on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, If you also go to that same area where all the uh, subscribe links are you can see uh upcoming live streams and get information about those things because we do have a couple of live streams uh, coming up mm-hmm. one in november and one in december uh november 17th uh we are having uh the great supergirl the movie debate uh morgan and i are going to go head to head duke it out about supergirl <laughs> the, Super it's Girl, be the movie <laughs> i'm gonna
1: watch the movie that's first off
0: <laughs> that's important <laughs> uh so uh if uh if you want to uh debate it with us in the chat uh you can we've decided we're going to watch the uh version because there's several different versions of supergirl the movie uh but the one that is on uh currently on hbo max we're going to watch that one and talk about that version of the film so we're both watching the same uh the same cut so that will be really exciting november 17th 9 p.m eastern uh It's really important that people come and watch it, not just because I think you'll get a lot out of it and it'll be really entertaining, but uh, we're going to let the chat vote and pick the winner of the debate. That's really important. I'm not saying, like, you should go ahead and vote for me because I'm going to, like, prepare a PowerPoint presentation.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Obviously, you should vote for me because I'm <laughs> definitely gonna watch it. Like probably one day before, so I'm gonna come in really fresh. <laughs> I'm gonna pu- I'm gonna put off until the last moment, uh, and I'm gonna come in with very minimal notes. So
0: what you're gonna get is like off the cuff, realness. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get really what's going on in Morgan's mind, exactly. Which is th- the best way to get any of Morgan's thoughts, I think. Uh, yeah, so we've got that going on and in December uh we've got a fundraiser that just Super Radio is doing on our own uh a fundraiser for Rain in honor of Melissa Benoist. So uh thank you to everybody who has already uh donated um if you would like to donate to rain uh in our fundraiser, uh so just uh go to supergirlradio.com. At the top of the page, there is a button that says rain fundraiser, R-A-I-N-N. So that'll take you directly to our uh donation page. So you can do that there, or um I'll be putting the link to it in the show notes. So if you want to click on the website or in your uh podcast app of choice, uh you will probably be able to click on it that way. Uh, So definitely, if you can, uh, if you're able to give, um, please consider donating. Alright, and now uh, we're going to throw it over to Amy from the Legends of Tomorrow podcast for the DCTV plugs. Supergirl Radio is part of the DCTV podcast network, so if you're interested in The Flash, Black Lightning, Legends of Tomorrow, Batwoman, Titans, Girl, Green Lantern, Strange Adventures, and the upcoming Superman and Lois series, or DCTV After Dark, make sure to follow DCTV podcasts on social media and subscribe to the podcast mega feed if you want all those podcasts in one place. And you can follow me on Instagram at the Kid. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I have coming up. Not really. Just go to the Instagram feed uh, where I'm trying to do a little bit more photography. Uh, so we'll see if I can uh, crank some stuff out while the, the fall colors are changing. I don't know where you guys are if you're seeing um, the leaves changing, but I'm hoping to do more, make more of an effort to see the leaves change this year. <laughs> so we don't have much going on, can't really travel much anywhere. Might as well go see some leaves change uh, colors. So I'm hoping that uh, maybe and get around and take some pictures of some pretty leaves.
1: Nice peep those leaves. <laughs> we uh, a couple of years ago, my friends and I went to uh, like the Poconos in Pennsylvania to go see like to leaf peep. we were like we're gonna peep some leaves, uh, uh, but then it turned out like we uh, I think it was warm that year, so we kind of like missed the peak leave peeping season Uh, but we still got to see some beautiful some beautiful changing leaves it wasn't like as splendid as we wanted it to be but we were like it's cool (laughs) (laughs) it's good (laughs) enough it's there's still pretty good leaves i cannot complain (laughs) about the quality of (laughs) leave
0: Yeah, so that's that's mostly uh what what I am to do with my Instagram is uh trying to take some pretty full pictures. Uh
1: you can find me on Twitter and Instagram oh. at mojotastic and you can also find me on the Legends of Tomorrow podcast. We finally finished spooky season. Um so now we are moving on and I think we're going to talk about aliens soon. Mm. Uh because apparently Legends is doing aliens um next year so that's fun so i'm not quite sure what we're going to do for our special aliens episode uh we're workshopping it now so that'll be fun that'll be an exciting surprise for you guys as it will be for me apparently
0: so i have a couple of suggestions uh i don't know if you've already thought of these ideas they're just kind of basic ideas so
1: almost definitely haven't
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you could talk about if if you wanted to keep it like tv and film related talk about like uh the more notable depictions of aliens like what are some of the the more famous like especially films i mean films uh yeah. to, you know contact and of course the alien like literal aliens with uh Gourney Weaver. Gourney Weaver. It's so funny. I was talking to Mike the, the
1: other day and we were talking about aliens randomly and he was <laughs> like what is her name and also couldn't
0: remember because I, I think I always want to go to Ripley first and I'm like no yes. that's the character's name not that's the, the name. actress's name so it takes me a minute to get there so thank you very much for, for helping me out with that uh, but maybe like talk about your favorite um your favorite movies about aliens, of course. Uh, there have been TV shows about that. Uh, v, like V is one of my favorite depictions of aliens. Oh, yeah. uh, lizard lizard people is always a good time. <laughs> uh, the X-Files. I know you're a big yes, X-Files fan. I love the X-Files. The truth is out there. It is. <laughs> um, so that's kind of what uh, you can talk about Independence Day. Uh, so I, I think that would be a fun episode to listen to. Um or you could talk about real-world uh, stories of people claiming to have, you know, either been abducted by aliens or seen aliens. I heard something the, um, the other day, I need to investigate it, but something about Buzz Aldrin said when he was in space, like, he, saw, he like, interacted with an alien. What? How, tr- how true is that? Yeah. Um, I don't know how true it is, but I'm like, I need to, oh, and I think he also um, makes claims that the aliens built the pyramids or something.
1: (laughs) Have you ever seen like that show? I think it's on History Channel. It's called Ancient Aliens. Oh, yes. I know about that guy. It's so good. It's so good. Because like the answer to every one of the uh, history's mysteries is that aliens did it. Of course. I respect that consistency. (laughs) Like, it's like, how did they do, how did they build this giant structure? And it's like, or were they from outer space? It's like, <laughs> I mean, it was probably the first thing where it just took a really long time. But I mean, also aliens could have been involved.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a whole Reddit thread on uh, Buzz Aldrin uh, saying that the pyramids were made by aliens and that there's a monolith uh, on the moon, maybe? Something. Uh, so I think I'm definitely gonna go down this rabbit hole to, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> to see what this is about. That's gonna be
1: uh, amazing. Yeah, I mean, I there was a recent episode of um the new Unsolved Mysteries, the ones that that's on Netflix, that was all about like this, a, like this um alien encounter um that a lot of people had in like the Berkshires and like the, I feel like the 60s or the 70s, um.
0: So you know, people are still seeing aliens. They're getting abducted. So I mean, that could be an interesting. If y'all wanted to do research, I don't know how much research Cat is willing to do. I don't. I don't know, I don't know if they're. <laughs> I, think, I
1: think we should give Cat the uh, the media's topics to really, <laughs> to really, to
0: really research because I think what she's going to come away with is something great. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that would be a fun episode to listen to. Like alien stories and like what people claim they have seen like what are the weirdest stories that you've heard of about aliens yeah oh, um, that's a great one <laughs> cuz i've i've heard you know some people claim that uh what people think are aliens are actually demons so that that's another one that i'm like oh please tell me more i would like to know more about this so basically any conspiracy theory that, or wild story you want to throw at me i'm willing i'm willing to hear you out i don't know if i'm gonna believe it I'm willing to give you a shot. We're definitely going to be like
1: diving deep on Roswell and area 51. You know, we're going to, I'm not making any big promises about this episode, but we're going to crack this whole thing wide open about (laughs) aliens. And we're going to tell you the truth, like the actual truth about aliens. Do they exist?
0: Tune into the legends of tomorrow (laughs)
1: podcast to find out.
0: (laughs) All your questions will be answered um so those are my two pitches you don't have to take them uh but when y'all when you I said something them. about uh ideas i think um that, <laughs> those are the two uh, you could go about it with the 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 fictional side with tv and film or the more uh maybe realistic but maybe kind of also fictional stories about these other <laughs> uh alien encounters but uh That's just a thought. Or you could talk about the aliens of the DC universe. Ooh, that's true.
1: Cause I, I, suspect that we'll see at least one or two of them in legends although legends is like eh, dc source material take it or leave it <laughs>
0: <laughs> we don't need like, all that Legends
1: does about as much research into the dc source material as cat does with her history.com article
0: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right uh across the eraverse for the most part although the flash i think have the uh the real the the deep dives uh, from from the airverse, but uh, yeah, so you could talk about that too. You could talk about uh, different aliens that you can find in the DC universe. I'd listen to that too. Basically, if uh, you guys are g- gonna do an episode, I'm probably gonna be listening to it because I really enjoyed your uh, spooky season stuff. So uh, keep them coming. We we were
1: like maybe we should dive a little bit back into something relevant at all to Legends of
0: Tomorrow So, this is our attempt. So cool. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I hope it comes out well and that uh, y'all have fun with it. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us here because we talk about aliens all the time. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We talk about a specific. We're kind of of experts. (laughs) We're experts on Kryptonians. Uh, So, uh, uh, thanks uh, to everybody who listened to this and for joining us as we catch up on Supergirl Comics.